0: eftm
1: tech cars lifestyle this is the eftm podcast with Trevor Long. eftm
2: g'day g'day welcome to the eftm podcast great to have you company uh wherever you're downloading most likely on apple podcasts uh which says a lot for the scale of the apple ecosystem but also the lack of android audience that we have with the greatest respect yeah. <laughs> Um, but pocket casts, Spotify, some Google podcasts, but none of them anywhere near the numbers of Apple podcasts. So, uh, thank you to everyone who's listening and for the, uh, reviews as they come into the Apple podcast app. And, uh, if you're leaving reviews elsewhere, screenshot them, send them to me. So I know about them because how else would I know? Um, (laughs) I can't, I can't look for them all the time. It's, it's a lot to look for sometimes. Is especially when there's so many apps. Um, but uh, hasn't been a review on the Apple Podcasts app since the 9th of May, Slade 12. So uh, what's doing there, folks? Anyway, no, I appreciate your support. And if you're uh, using iOS 17, tell me what you think about the new look to uh, podcasts, the, uh, the album artwork that comes through. I think it looks really good. Uh, I'm a fan. I've struggled to... Uh, I've struggled to work out what cover art to put on each individual EFTM episode. Cause it's kind of easy on other shows, like especially movies. Um, but EFTM, I'm like, okay, well, we're talking scammers. So I put a photo of a bloke on a phone. Um Yeah, I'm just thinking about callers we've got lined up for today. And yeah, I don't know. Anyway, maybe we'll just put gadgets up there or something, you know. Um, we'll see. We shall see. Lots of calls to get through today and some interesting topics and hopefully um, not too alarming, hopefully informative and educational. If you've got feedback on anyone that calls, uh, you too can get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com. Just click Ask Trev. Um, so That's just reminding me, I was going to say, and of course you can go to the uh, the app and uh, only the Android app has the Ask Trev option. And uh, whoops, someone used it last week. Oopsie doodle um no Jeanette just sent nothing as a message very useful um and Samuel sent a message is it possible to download your podcast to listen to at work well Samuel that is the basic concept of um a podcast but that's interesting because you've obviously seen the podcast in the app and I haven't got an Android phone with me so I don't know where it sends you oh I think Harry made it so it actually shows the podcast so you're right in the EFTM app it just lets you play them but I would recommend on Android, Google Podcasts or Amazon Podcasts or Spotify or Pocket Casts, all very reputable and usable podcast apps for you to check out. So that's how you get in touch. And if you've got an iPhone, uh, the EFTM app got an update finally uh, in the last week, actually brought it into line with Android in many ways. Um, so once it loads, uh, you see all the items. But down the bottom, you can see the, uh, the podcasts. So right now, and it shows you the cover art. So right now it's showing two movie podcasts and the EFTM podcast. But basically you click on them there and it'll open up the Apple podcast um, episode for you to listen to. So uh, thank you to our legendary developer who made that happen. All right. If you've got a question, the only thing you can do is go to the website EFTM.com. Click on Ask Trev and we'll get you on the show. taking your calls if you've got a tech question all you do is go to the website eftm.com read all the great articles and then uh, click ask trev up the top and that'll uh, send me an email and i'll get back to you when we're in the mood for the podcast and that is right now peter's on the line g'day peter how are you doing g'day trevor very well thanks mate what can i do for you
0: uh i don't think i'm alone but there's a it seems i'm having issues with uh, ko con- constantly buffering uh and then deciding uh, randomly that the network is down when it's not. What, so device, uh, what
2: device are we watching KO on?
0: Uh, on a Samsung 65 um, TV, 12 months old.
2: Yep. So shouldn't be an issue there, should there? Now, uh, connection-wise, you're on the NBN?
0: NBN, 50 megabyte um, system uh, network, uh, tested it multiple times, running around 40, 45, 48 megabyte constantly. Yep.
2: yep. Ethernet or Wi-Fi connection from the TV to the router. Uh,
0: Ethernet connection to the TV. Yeah,
2: all
0: right. both TVs actually. Yep.
2: You are doing everything that's needed to do. Quite frankly, I mean, it's it's all the simple things that are, you know, preferably don't use mm-hmm. the Wi-Fi. Da, da 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 da. But so there's there's a little bit more trial and error troubleshooting. You've you've probably already done. So let's work through that. Obviously, everything else streaming. Do you much, do other streaming, Netflix and and so so on on the TV.
0: Yes, yeah, everything else is fine. It's just specific to to KO. And yeah, I, right. I've tried just about everything, cleared cache, all those sort of things. Uh all the obvious things that are listed on the KO uh, troubleshooting uh, site.
2: Uh, what sort of phones and tablets do you have? Are you on an Android or an Apple man? Uh Apple. Yep. Have you uh have you tried streaming on your phone and air playing to the TV?
0: Yes, I have. Um that has Uh, Actually, on Saturday, I had my iPad running uh, independently to the TV and it ran quite happily all day without a glitch. Um, But as soon as I try to um, airplay it to the TV or play KO through the TV, I get back to this damn caching issue.
2: And so basically, whenever the TV's involved, so like watching KO on your phone at the home network, totally fine. It's just when the TV Yeah, it seems to be.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't watch KO a lot on my devices anyway, to be mm. honest. Uh, mm. But when I do, it, it seems to be fine. Yeah. So it seems to be specific to the TV. And one of the thoughts I had in the back of my mind was: it, you know, was it the actual Samsung KO uh, inbuilt app? Well, and that's, of that's you why can't. I
2: wanted to know if you could uh, if you could use airplane. It would just like that would. I mean, look, it's an ex, it's a you know, it's expensive. It's a fifty dollar uh, check. Sure. But if you if you had a Google Chromecast, for example. Chromecast mm-hmm. with Google TV, 50 bucks with JB Hi-Fi. Yep. And you plug that into HDMI and you watch K.O. through that. I Yeah, look, yep. I'd be amazed if that didn't work perfectly fine. But it doesn't really, that's not satisfactory, right? Because why on earth was it it's built into the TV.
0: <laughs> well, the previous re- time that I spoke to you, I, I had a, an older model TV, Samsung TV, which I couldn't put K.O. on because it was too old for the app. So I bought a Chromecast, as you suggested, and yeah. it's worked seamlessly ever since. Yeah. Uh, and I've still got that TV, and I've still got a Chromecast on it, and it still seems to be in the majority of cases okay. I still get the odd laps where it it tends to uh, to buffer, mm-hmm. um, but it's certainly better than the uh, the new TV which I bought with uh, KO in mind. Of exactly, that's what I was just about to say. Like, you've <laughs> literally bought the TV
2: because it's got the KO app installed and and available. Exactly. But the thing is, it's not exactly. like in an app store or something, is it? So you can't um you can't delete it and and restart it, can you? The, the app
0: no you can't no you can't i researched that and you just can't there's no what you're not allowed you cannot delete it because it's in built into the tv and they mm. tell you that so um i've updated i've made sure that all my updates uh, are in place uh, it's just it's very frustrating because you know you'll get halfway through a, a football game and all of a sudden it decides to buffer its head off and that's uh, always at the crucial moment of course well, and look, that's
2: very frustrating. I, you've, you've given me the model number of the TV. If you don't mind, yep. I'd love to pass your details on to Ko because, I, like, and I think anyone listening would go, you know what? He's done everything that Trev would normally ask. <laughs> like, all the things that I would <laughs> normally say, listen, you know, you've got to rule this out. You've done everything. And, and and I think the most frustrating or annoying thing here is you did buy the TV because it had Ko and because – that was a simpler solution yep. than, than having to use it because yep. obviously you could get the Chromecast, plug it into that TV, and you're off and running. But why would you do that? Why would you yeah. have to use a second remote? Yeah. That's insanity.
0: Well, it's kind of kind of pointless. The other thing I did too, which I hadn't mentioned, was I thought, "Blow it! I'll go and buy a nice mesh a mesh system. So I'll just strengthen the Wi-Fi because I thought oh, I'll see if it yeah goes any better." So I bought a nice TP-Link mesh system, which works beautifully. And makes no difference to KO though. Absolutely nothing. Wow. No difference.
2: <laughs> All right, well, Peter, so... <laughs> I think the best we can do is try and represent on your behalf, and maybe just maybe you'll become the guinea pig for anyone else with that model TV. Hopefully, um, hopefully, Ko, come back to us for a start. That's the first protocol. Mm-hmm. And secondly, they yeah, they the you know they they really look at your uh, your personal situation and see how it might apply to many others. Um, fascinating. Yes. Also, that you're in Perth, right? And you know I yes. do six pr over there. It's fascinating to me because yep. I, I reckon I get more complaints from Perth than anywhere. About that's chaos.
0: interesting, isn't it?
2: I mean, do I, don't wanna, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to throw a conspiracy out there, but it strikes me as strange. It may just be because Millsy's whinged at me so much about it, but I don't know. <laughs> I I'm just going to say I feel like I get more complaints from Perth about Ko than anywhere else.
0: Yeah, um, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. I, I have researched it quite a lot. Not uh, not the, not the in- generally tell on the internet, but it seems to be quite a common whinge of everybody that this buffering just comes out of nowhere. Um, And it's just, there's no explanation for it. And you've got the best setup you can get um, and it keeps doing it. It's very frustrating.
2: All right. Well, let's see what we can can get some tech support directly with you. And uh, you let me know how you go, mate.
0: Thanks, Trevor. I really appreciate it. Thanks for calling. No worries at all. Thanks for getting in touch. Cheers.
2: Cheers. Um, Yeah, look, it's it's a weird thing. Um, But – Genuinely, I have thought about the fact that I do get that a lot from Perth. Uh, maybe because they're mad crazy AFL and so they've actually taken up uh, KO more than, um, you know, per capita than other states. Maybe that's just a, a bias in terms of numbers. But uh, yeah, I know. Uh, look, I think he's done everything possible that you might hope. So I'm going to speak to... Uh, the people I've dealt with in the past at KO and see whether they can provide some direct support and we can get an answer there. This
3: is the EFTM Podcast. EFTN.
2: Thank you for listening and downloading. Uh, please tell your friends, because how else is anyone going to know this show exists? Anthony's on the line. G'day, Anthony. How you doing, mate?
4: Good morning, Trevor. How are you?
2: Yeah, real good, mate. What's happening?
4: Well, uh just heading over to Europe shortly. Um, friends of mine have been talking about eSIMS. Mm-hmm. Uh, just wondering, there's a... Seems like there's quite a few on the market. Just wondering if you've got a a choice of which one would be the better one to go with.
2: Whereabouts are you heading?
4: Uh, Europe to mainly the Mediterranean, around that sort of area.
2: Um, so, look, here's the weird thing. I, I've travelled a bit, and um, in the last 18 months, two years, I've started getting SIM cards locally because of the phone I use for the, the Today Show broadcast. So you need to have a local SIM rather than just roaming. And I have found it nigh on impossible to get an e-SIM. I've always just had to get a plastic SIM card to chuck in the phone. It's turned out to be a million times easier. I was in Korea a month ago and there was an app I downloaded that allowed you to find a SIM card for for the place you were. And you know what? It wasn't horrible. Um, The SIM cards it recommended to me were not, um, they weren't what I wanted. They didn't have enough data, for example. So the plans were a bit limited, and that—that's, I guess, my biggest issue with it was it. I, kn- I knew I wasn't getting everything that was available, kind of in the uh, in the local area. So,
4: okay.
2: I mean, my, my basic point here is, it, how long are you going to be away for? Uh, roughly a month. I if you just spent two and a half hours on the first day traveling to a mobile phone store and from a mobile phone store and in the mobile phone store in total, you've got yourself a great deal for the month. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't need, um, if you buy at the airport, it's quick and easy. They're definitely not the best deals, but I'm talking the difference between paying, I don't know, 30 euros at a telco versus you might pay 50 at the airport. I mean, does 20 euros really make a difference on a Mediterranean holiday? Maybe not. I don't know.
4: No. Um,
2: No, because a
4: friend of mine had one, uh, and he was saying that he could – because that way you can keep your existing number here in Australia and you're just using it worldwide.
2: Now, well, that's a whole other world of pain, mate. To keep your existing number in Australia (laughs) – you mean your Australian number while you're over there or the number you get over there when you come back home?
4: No, he was using his normal number that he has here in Australia and he was using that while he was overseas.
2: Well, then he's, he's probably roaming on either Telstra Optus or Vodafone.
1: That's the, okay. the, the only way
2: that would work. So, for example, when I travel, the mobile phone number my wife rarely calls me on, um, but the mobile phone number my kids and my wife have for me is the mobile phone number that they can call at the same price when I'm anywhere in the world because I'm with Vodafone, five bucks a day. I roam, I got data, I got everything I need. If you yep. are you with Telstra, Optus or Vodafone or one of the smaller guys? Uh
4: Telstra.
2: So Telstra don't have 10, they
4: want ten dollars a day to roam. Yeah, pfft,
2: it's it's a lot of money. Five bucks a day is also adds up a lot. Like that's you know, that adds up over the course of a few weeks. But I, for the convenience of it. Every day of the week, I'll roam for 5 bucks a day. 10 bucks a day just seems yep. to push me over the edge. It's like, wow, that's a lot of money. But that's the only way. Yeah, you can especially keep... when you're gone for a while. Yeah, exactly. But remember, are you on a contract with Telstra? Uh, yes. Bugger. Um, I was going to say, you know, just just port away for a month, you know. Port your phone away to Vodafone or Optus and do your best. So here, here's the hack then, right? The hack is to uh, not roam on your local SIM card. The hack is to not take your SIM card, right, so you're not even tempted. But to ensure yep. that you have, are you an iPhone or a Samsung. Uh, iPhone. So to ensure that you've got iMessage and FaceTime set up with your mobile number, and that you use WhatsApp um, and Facebook Messenger set up, um, you know, for internet usage, and WhatsApp uses your phone number. Now, when you get to Europe, you buy a cheap airport SIM card, like fifty bucks, fifty euros, whatever. Uh, you want, you know, you want preferably unlimited data, but you know, maybe. 20, 30 gig of data, something like that, and unlimited calls. You put the SIM card in, and when you open up WhatsApp, it says, do you want to change to the new number? And you go, no, keep my existing number. So all your friends, all your family can keep texting you and calling you on WhatsApp, and your mobile phone for FaceTime and iMessage will also just keep working because it's just an extra number for it. And honestly, mate, how many phone calls do you really make?
4: Well, not really. It's more just emergency if something happens, you know. Got kid, you or, got, what, you got, Hawaii, what do you got or back versa? here?
2: You got kids or, or what do you got? Who's, who wants to get in touch with yeah, you when
4: you're away? I, yeah, just kids and family and Tell them all
5: before uh, you
2: go. we will be on the Mediterranean. Install WhatsApp <laughs> and that's how you communicate with us. Because you can make a WhatsApp phone call. It's it's just it just happens over the internet. And it sounds yeah, like a it's normal just phone using call. Data. Mate, honestly, simplest thing to do is to is to grab a SIM card locally, especially Europe, because Europe is one uh, one big Rome, basically. It doesn't matter where you go in Europe broadly. Um, the same SIM card will work everywhere. You don't have to get a SIM card for Spain, a SIM card for Italy, a SIM card for Germany. They all just work everywhere because of the EU. Um, so, yep. yeah, man, to be honest, with what you need and what you want, land at the airport. If you've got half a day on the ground in your first destination, go to a mobile phone store, say, hi, I'm a tourist. I want a one-month um Pay uh, prepaid SIM card with lots of data. Hook me up, and you might sit there for twenty minutes handing over your ID and things, and then give them some cash. And uh, Bob's your uncle; you're connected to the world.
4: All right, sounds good. All right, mate.
2: Enjoy. When do you leave? Uh, well, in
4: about a month, roughly.
2: Beautiful. Well, I'll see you over there. I'm. Uh, I leave on the twenty eighth of August. I uh, know oh, you might miss me. I'll be back before then. And I'm not going to the Mediterranean as well, so that's probably going to be a real reason why we won't bump into each other. <laughs> oh, oh, you never know. It's a small world these oh, days. It is, Anthony. Good on you, mate. Thanks for getting in touch. <laughs> Thanks, so See you, mate. Cheers, mate. See you. Um, yeah, I mean, once, uh, I actually don't think he needed an eSIM as in the, the um, digital SIM card. I think it was more travel SIM. Um, and that's a lingo thing. That's, you know, we're all using different words and language to explain the same thing. So hopefully Anthony is sorted. And yeah, when you're traveling, just WhatsApp iMessage, FaceTime, Facebook Messenger, whatever your messaging platform of choice is, please, if you're still SMSing each other, get off that. Because <laughs> uh, that's going to be your downfall if you travel. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Uh, EFTM, taking your calls, travel along here. And David's on the line. G'day, David.
3: How you going, Trevor? Yeah, real good, mate. What can I do for you? Um, so Trevor uh, recently drove up from Melbourne to the Gold Coast along, you know, the Hume Highway and the Pacific Highway over a couple of days. That's a decent and drive, mate. Know, It is a decent drive. Um, it was good to do it in a brand new car. Um, on a side note, but um, yeah, but I did notice the lack of coverage. Um. Telstra customer, just the lack of coverage along that route really surprised me. Yeah. Um, considering it's probably the busiest route in the country, and just dropping out, you know, trying to stream either radio or streaming Spotify or trying to watch a, you know, an episode of something on Netflix, and just continually dropping out and sometimes hours on end. I was going to say, so no so no 5G.
2: we have this conversation, and for people that listen to me on Triple M with Luke Boner, it's a, it's a been a constant conversation the last couple of weeks because Rod Henefe, their 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 trucking dude, um, talks about this same issue. Right now, I'm not saying it's not there. I'm saying it's. I reckon it's because they're upgrading to 5G, and I don't think 5G is as good as 3G in terms of coverage, and I think that the the highways get neglected and. I think that phones don't like connecting to 3G anymore. So basically the highways are the last, last port of call. I've got no doubt if we called Telstra, they would say, no, it's great. Da, 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 da. But how does it, what I want to know is where does it most um, become evident? Is it when you're making calls and they drop out or is it when you're streaming Apple Music or Spotify and the next song doesn't play? Like where, where do you feel it the most?
3: Yeah, it it wouldn't be the calls. Um, Honestly, I didn't make any calls on the way. Um, But it's the streaming, the streaming side of it. And like you said, the phones these days, they don't like 3G. If you go down to 3G, you pretty much can't do anything. You can't even load your Instagram app. So um, 4G struggles a little bit as well, but you can get, you know, stream music and, and video. But yeah, it was definitely the streaming side of things.
2: And you and you yeah. it more than just you in the car? You said you got your wife in the car as well.
3: Yeah, and my son. But he wasn't streaming much anyway. But it was more like using the like Apple CarPlay and you listening to Spotify, and then yeah. all of a sudden it just drops out. So it'll just cut out, and then when you get to a point where there's enough coverage, the song would start again.
2: It's wild, isn't it? And so you reckon there yeah. was hours on end coverage where places where yeah, there was no coverage. Yeah,
3: definitely. I, I probably noticed that most between maybe Goulburn and oh maybe Albury or Wodonga, and then right. that that was really bad there and probably between Newcastle and, and Sydney as well. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
2: You think that'd be almost the best part yeah.
3: of it? Yeah, so probably more the the uh, the bit towards Newcastle. Right. Um but yeah, did notice that there as well.
2: And you're on Telstra. And, and you got re- modern yeah. phones recent phones
3: yeah not the latest iPhones yeah
2: that's wild yeah it's, it's uh, of in, our,
3: in our packages so
2: and what um, do you do that trip often or is that the first time you've done it in a while
3: um, we do it once a year yeah we, we we don't mind the drive up there so we go up as a you know family. when you drive up you
2: gotta drive back as well
3: yeah that's that's the that's the bit that hurts yeah <laughs>
2: I um I don't know how old you are David but I used to love those kind of drives but I'm starting to struggle with the longer drives. Yeah. I'm starting to feel tired. I'm starting to feel old I, You know what I mean? I just don't think I've got the stamina. But I also m- notice a difference when I'm on my own versus when I've got other people because when I'm on my own it's my own music at my own volume, stop whenever I want. You know, you have got much more control. Um, yeah. But yeah man as a young fellow I'd just drive for 6 hours no worries and enjoy. But so uh, we're different. Yeah, well, these I'm,
3: yeah, my wife does most of the driving because she gets car sick. So if she's not driving, she gets car sick. So I get to sit in the passenger seat and be chauffeured, which is a good thing.
1: I'm going to say
2: Can't this about on that. the record, but, but, you know, it'll get back, I'm sure. I just – my wife driving means we're going 15Ks less than what I would be going an hour. <laughs> and that's that's just not something I can do because it just frustrates yeah. me. <laughs> She'll do 101 in 100. No, I don't have that issue.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, we don't have that issue. <laughs> and what are you driving yep. now, mate? Um, so yeah, we just picked up the new Ford Everest um, Platinum. So after a long eighteen-month wait for that car, wow! Uh, we picked it up pretty much the day before we left. Eighteen months. So was, Does that uh, mean you
2: ordered it like when it was first revealed or something? Because that's pretty yeah, new. Yeah,
3: pretty much. Yeah. Put in, put down like a five hundred dollar deposit to have it ordered. There was a little stuff up in in there probably earlier this year where they said, oh, your car's on the boat. Um, And they sent through some paperwork, and I I noticed, I said to to my wife, I said, "Um, they've ordered the wrong Uh colour. We wanted black. They ordered some grey colour or something, and we're like, no, we want a black one. And they're like, oh, we're going to have to reorder it, so we have to wait a little bit longer.
2: Oh, you just filthy. But you got it now. But Great it's good car. to have it now. Yeah, but Nice. Very yep. good. Well, mate, I'm going to, if you don't mind, uh, with your consent, I'm going to send this audio to Telstra. No,
3: um, no problem at all.
2: Because I do think it's a growing issue. I do think, and I think one of the things that we would have to admit is that if you, and I'd, I'd love to have the time to test it, you know, do a drive from Brisbane to Melbourne, for example, and just um, make a phone call that automatically answered and work out how many times it, it dropped out every, every along the trip. I wonder if that would yep. be less evident than data. I wonder if our, and I'm making excuses for them right here, but I wonder if our reliance on data now actually shows the holes in the network a bit more because, you know, what they need is emergency coverage, not, you know, Netflix and streaming. I don't know. I'm just wondering whether the network isn't yet actually caught up to our modern needs. And that's going to be a fascinating thing to, chase over the next you know year or so because they gotta it's got it because we want that when i'm driving with my kids if we don't have our music streaming what are we going to play ice by that lasts like five minutes yeah that's it
3: yeah all right yeah. Mate. and like um yeah you can download stuff off netflix and disney plus and things like that but like my son wanted to watch the afl yeah so he start watching the first quarter and then it cut out and then Came back in like during the third quarter.
2: Yeah, and it's so, the same with music, right? You could argue, oh, you got to download your playlist. Fine, fine. But what if someone goes, oh, what about that song? And you just want to add yeah. it to your playlist? You can't. Um, it just—it's amazing how much we we rely on data now. I think that's that's my point. So, I, I will it send is. it to Telstra, mate. And we'll uh, we'll see what they have to say for themselves. No worries. All right, buddy. Stay well and uh, enjoy the drives. No
3: worries. Thanks, Trevor. Right,
2: cheers, mate. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I. As I said on Triple M, it has been a regular point of contention, and I don't mind if we're opening a can of worms here. Let me know your experience. Let me know where. As I said, I um, would love to have the time to, you know, do a three-day drive somehow. Well, what software would you use? Because you want it to be, gen- you want it to be streaming and recording the outages. So you kind of need people in the car <laughs> that are. I don't know, trying to watch something live too, because you don't want, this is a thing buffering is, can get you through. I notice sometimes with Spotify or Apple Music, it'll just stop at the end of the song because it's the next song that it hasn't loaded. Once, well, let's say you're in coverage zone and the new song starts, you're in coverage zone for a minute. In that minute, it downloads the full song. And then when you get to the end of the four minute song, you got no coverage and it can't start the next song. That's what I notice. So I wonder whether, like watching one of the, like SID Squad or, uh, you know, Los Angeles Live, you know, one of the live YouTube streams because then it's it can't buffer. You just stream that and you see how many times it stops. Now, if you're going to do it, we're going to do it with a, a, a Vodafone, an Optus and a Telstra sim and we're going to see how often each of them stop and start and you're going to mark them on a map and, you know, it's like it's a complex process but it would be a fascinating piece of research. Um I'd need to crowdfund that. I don't I don't know that we have the time to dedicate to that, but it would be an awesome thing to do.
5: EFTM. This is the
2: EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Your Talkback Technology Podcast, EFTM. Uh, Trevor Long, take any calls. If you've got a tech question, go to the website, EFTM.com. Peter did that. G'day, Pete. Yeah, g'day, Trevor. What can I do for you, mate? Okay, I've got a,
6: a bit of an interesting one here. Um, I'd like to think I'm pretty savvy when it comes to scams, but this one has me a little bit perplexed. Mm. Um, what it started off as, um, I had an item coming from Amazon, which was a high-value item. Yep. And as such, uh, Amazon had uh, said, you're going have to have to give the uh, delivery driver a six-digit code. So that was fine. Okay. So anyway, can on we that just slow down on... for a minute? How, yep. how much is an
2: item yep. that, that requires a code? I've never had the code required. Well, no, well I haven't had that because the item was over a thousand dollars. I okay. presume that was the reason. Buy me. I've yeah. never bought anything for a thousand bucks on Amazon, mate. What'd you buy?
6: <laughs> Router. Oh
2: wow. Okay, Nec- yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good man. Right
6: Okay. All right. So anyway, uh, on that morning I'm waiting for the for uh, the delivery and I get a text. And the text says, A driver needs help delivering your Amazon order. Reply stop to stop receiving text for Amazon deliveries. If you send us your Amazon password or the last two digits of your cell phone number, we will leave it safely in front of your house today. Ooh. Okay, so that's that's an immediate red flag there. Okay. I'm not sending. Thank <laughs> you even for Amazon
2: saying that. Righty, oh, good. That,
6: you know? Yep. So, um, okay, so I just discarded that and I thought, uh, okay, that's just rubbish. Um, anyway, about an hour or so later, I get another one. And it's the same message again, although the phone number is slightly different. The last digit has incremented up to two digits, but uh, says so the same thing. I thought, oh, weird. Anyway, the um, the delivery takes place a few minutes later. I thought, okay. Oh, so the, the guy said, does the knock on
2: the door. He, you give him the signal. The guy knocks code. on the door.
6: Legit. Yep. he okay. asks for that. He punches it on his on his phone, and he says, "Yep, okay, you're clear. Here it is." I said, "Look, I got this thing from Amazon. Is this legit? You know?" And uh, he said, oh, I don't know anything about that. So I thought, okay, fine. So I thought, that's a really strange coincidence. I've never yeah, had anything yeah. like this on the before. same day. On wow. the same day within a few hours. Uh, anyway, now here's where it gets really coincidental. So about a minute or two after he leaves, I get a third text. This is coming in on the same number that this, the previous text come in on. And this one says, your order has been delivered. This text session will close in five minutes. Now, I've got no idea what it means about the text session will close, but anyway, Um sounded like it was an online chat and That's I wasn't right. doing an yeah. online chat. But anyway, yeah, so it's coming. So if they, if it is a scam, and I mean, I can't imagine Amazon is asking me for my password and why would it want the last two digits of my cell phone number? I mean, I, the cell phone number's uh, statement itself was a bit of a strange also, thing. Well, okay, also, they've
2: just sent this message to yeah. your cell phone number, right? So.
6: Yeah, what about the last two digits what is that,
2: that the th- of the hmm. three messages. So, uh, two yeah. two of them the same, third one seemed legit. They the first yes. first two were very similar phone numbers incrementally different by just two digits and the third message was correct. what you believe to be a legit message because it was uh, just after your delivery was was, yeah, was exactly. delivered. Yeah. And it was from On it was in the same thread the s- as one of the previous theoretically scam yeah. messages.
6: Exactly. And I thought there's a lot of coincidences in there, um, but there's been no follow-up after that, and I haven't tried anymore. And I just can't honestly believe that Amazon would be asking me for my password.
2: (laughs) It's just weird. So before we think about how on earth that happens, you can see how someone falls for that because I've got to be honest with you, mate. Exactly. I'm the kind of person, I say this to, to, to every company I deal with. I say, listen, just leave it at the front door. Um, and if yep. they say to me, no, I say, well, I don't want it then. Like I'm a bit of an asshole when it comes to certain things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so yep. I'm like, if you want me to review your X, Y, Z, then send it to me and leave it at the door. And they go, no, someone's going to be there. I'm like, there's 16 security cameras at my front door. We're cool. Okay. Trust me. And so yeah, if I'd exactly. ordered, if I'd ordered a Netgear Orbi from Amazon and yep. I'd have received that text message in the morning, yep. I've got to be honest, no way would I re- reply with my password, but I'd be like, no, Okay. Here's the last two digits of my phone number. I'm cuz I'll do anything to avoid personal contact with someone. So, exactly. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, please leave it at my house. I appreciate you doing the the high secure thing in the first place. So, yeah. I mean, the idea here is they've 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 these messages must come from the same or similar numbers all the time, and they've spoofed mm. they've spoofed that number. Yep. But then how do they do the coincidence thing? How do they have it happen the on the right day? The coincidence
6: thing just, just, just blew me away. I just couldn't believe wow. that this would all happen about that time. And that's what gives it an air of legitimacy. And I can understand fully how, how people uh, would fall for that, as you said. I mean, I I I just say, no, you know, you ask my password, that's it, not happening. <laughs> that's,
2: I mean, it is a strong scam, we've got to be honest. Um, oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm struggling with the coincidence part.
6: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't get it either.
2: My first, my first message to you is I'd I'd lock a lot of things down at this point. So how how could they do this? Right. Let's think through it. Right. So let's, let's say first and foremost, they've been Amazon customers and they've worked out what phone number it comes from. So that's easy. Now they're going to spoof that number. That's easy for them. Right. But how are they sending this message to you? Well, they're intercepting something. So if we're going to be conspiracy theorists here and we're going to uh, go to the worst case scenario, they're intercepting someone, something of yours. So I, I would be changing and updating your email password. I'd be changing and updating my Amazon password um, and adding two factor authentication to both those things. Because in theory, when you order something or when deliveries are coming, you get those notifications through your Amazon account or through your email account. And the, Hmm. the, it's just weird though, because the scam is to get your Amazon password, so it can't be your Amazon account, mate. I'm I'm flabbergasted. I I really am. I I, I can't imagine what it is. Yeah. But I well,
6: still, see. I was a, I a victim of the. You sh- I still um, think you
2: should lock it down.
6: <laughs> oh yeah, No, I was a victim of the Medibank hack last year and the Optus hack, <laughs> so I got a double whammy there. Wow. Um yep. I've, I've changed my driver's license as a result of that, but. Uh, yeah, uh, I just the, the coincidences of it are the things that just I just don't get get around to that one. Yet. Well, look,
2: I I want to ask Amazon about this um, because obviously, mm. if you look online, there's there's references to this as a scam. Um, you know, they, they talk about it, but just specifically that kind of message, I, I want to understand whether there's anything they can they can do or say about the phone number thing. So, if if have you got have you still got the, the messages?
6: I've still got the messages and I actually um, – um, I did – there's a site on our part of Amazon where you can report scams, and I yep. put all that information Good in there and I send it to them. And they, But you just get the obligatory, you know, thank you for submitting and we'll review it and you yeah. don't hear anything back after that.
2: Yeah. Well, look, I, um, I'd i love to see the messages. So I'm going to send you an email and I'm going to get you to reply yes. with the screenshots. A was, screenshot I can do. To, yeah, I just want to pass it on and and, and see whether there's yeah. anything – they can do, let alone we can do to, to avoid it. But you did the right thing, mate. Mm. You, you did the right thing every step of the way. And hopefully now you've got super fast Wi-Fi across the whole home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good on you, Peter. Thanks uh, very much for, for letting me know. It's a fascinating story, mate.
6: Yeah, no problem. All right. Thanks, Trevor. Thanks, mate. Good yeah, on you.
2: Bye. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What a scam. That is a cracker. And look, if you look online, I'm just searching while we talk, there's, I mean, yeah, there's plenty of people that say the same thing, that it's happening to them on the day. I don't know, man. That's, that's pretty wild, pretty wild. Well, look, I, I'd love to hear from you if you've heard or seen that one yourself. Um, see if we can track it down and get underneath it. EFTM, you're listening to the EFTN Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Talkback Technology, that's where it's at. Trevor Long and the EFTM podcast. Christine went to EFTM.com and clicked on Ask Trev. G'day, Christine.
5: Hi, how are you?
2: Very well. You're not a podcast listener. You're more of a TV viewer, are you? Oh, look, you
5: know, I'm I'm not really um, very technical. So, you know. Yeah. But
2: you can turn on the TV in the morning and you, you can enjoy I some can. content, can't you? Very good. What can I, I do can. for you?
5: Yes. Yeah. So um, a couple of things. Um, Firstly, um, I need to, um, I took some photos and videos on holidays and I want to be able to watch them on my TV and not on my computer. Mm -hmm. So I'm just not sure how to connect without like on Wi-Fi.
2: Yeah. Okay. So first and foremost, you don't have to do it on Wi-Fi. You could just plug a HDMI cable into your TV and your laptop. Yeah, the
5: problem is my 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 television is hooked on a wall and it's right up against the wall. So what they've done is um, not allowed me to be able to plug anything in at the back.
2: Oh goodness! Well, that could create problems for this entire mm. solution. So, do you have uh, oh. what other boxes do you have? Do you have an Apple TV? Do you have a Chromecast? No. Do you have anything? So now it's just the TV on its own, right? No.
5: Yes. Yes.
2: Um, how old is the TV? Mm, five
5: years.
2: Do you know what model, what brand it is?
5: It's it is it's a Samsung. It is a smart like I can get YouTube and Google and um, Netflix and all of that on it.
2: That's good, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be able to show your um, your computer. But you got right. you got to give it a try, right? So the first sure, thing to yeah. do is is have a look on the on the laptop to see whether it's allowing a wireless connection. I think have you got a Windows computer or an Apple Windows. So there's there's a command on the on the computer that you can push. I'm gonna say Windows and Windows key and the letter P. And P right Windows P and that that brings up a mm-hmm. menu to connect a wireless display. And if your TV is capable, it'll show up there as Samsung TV. Um, so that right. that's that's hopefully the simplest solution. But at okay. five years old, I'm gonna say to you. You don't have the latest technology, and I know that's super annoying because five years is not old for a TV at mm, all, but mm, uh, mm. but but sometimes TVs advance quicker than you'd hope. It may be that you need to open up an app on your TV called Screen Sharing or Screen Mirroring, um, so have a look for that in case it does exist. But often with the right TV at the right time, um, there is a, an option there to on your Windows computer to simply – cast your your screen across to the TV itself using that uh, that Windows P screen mirroring or screen sharing. Um, right. Okay. The, the problem is, though, with, like, I feel really annoyed about the, um, the people that installed your TV because what they should have mm. done was they should have run all the cabling for your TV down through the wall so that your HDMI ports and everything, you know, are there for you to use and to plug something in because – there are very affordable solutions that would allow you to do what you want to do, but um, mm. on, honestly, unless that option comes up on your computer,
5: you're probably mm-hmm.
2: going to be a bit stuck. I'm not going to lie. Right. Um, okay.
5: So the option would be then to have the TV um, re reset up onto the wall with all the connections there.
2: What I would what I would encourage you to do is get something. Um, I'm trying to think what is the best solution. It's actually not a common thing to do, would you believe, Christine? It's not a right, – okay. so, slide nights are not a common thing. <laughs> um, right. So there's not a lot of uh, obvious things to do. But um, at the very least, I would ask them to put a cable in so that you could plug your laptop in and, and just mm. run it there. Secondly, Mm. um, I'd I'd want it on a mount that allows you to pull it out of the wall so you can put a USB stick in there so that you can put the photos on a USB stick and just put that into the TV and play them off that. Um, Mm -hmm. Thirdly is there are uh, essentially wireless display features. And uh, if your current TV is not compatible with that, and so you'll know Mm. that straight away. The other thing to do, remember I mentioned Windows P, the other yes. option is is to look in the settings uh mm-hmm. under Bluetooth. So settings, oh. Bluetooth, and then there's an yeah. add a device, add a device function and under add a device you might see an option there for wireless display. Oh now, okay. If only mm-hmm. I had a oh, I do have a window. Oh, but I don't have the remote for my TV. I've got a Samsung TV behind me and a Windows computer, but the TV's off. And also my TV's brand oh. new, so it would be silly because Mine might work and yours won't. Mm. So I think that's what I would get mm. you to try first and foremost is let's see whether your computer and TV are compatible with each other, and mm-hmm. go to Bluetooth, add Bluetooth, and look for wireless display. And you know what? All right. Roll the dice. You never know your luck. It might work.
5: <laughs> Hopefully, in this day and age, then you um, can have the family yeah.
2: around. Uh, put on some, um, yeah. some food and uh, scroll through those photos.
5: Yeah, until they get bored. <laughs> well, that, that's why I'd be, no, I'd be cautious no, but I cautious really about scrolling want through only,
2: only the good ones.
5: <laughs> yes, yeah, no, no. Thank you very much for your help. I'll right. um, definitely try that this afternoon see how I go. All right, good luck. I, I appreciate it. Thank no you so worries. much. Good on you. See you then. Thanks, Thanks for you. getting in touch.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm not uh, – it's a tough one. I've not done that in forever. So that's one of those I don't know kind of moments. Uh, um. Yeah, it's it's a weird. How uh, was the last time you did that? Legit. So there you go. We'll find out. Hopefully, Catherine gets that working. Let's keep going with the calls. G'day, Chris. How you doing, mate?
1: Yeah, very well. Yourself?
2: Yeah, real good. What can I do for you,
1: mate? I'm looking at uh, hopefully ditching Foxtel, Boom. the new upgrade. You know, I'm just sick and tired of it. You're getting less for more. I'm in a digital black spot, though. That's my big problem. What does that so mean? So I'm looking for some um, – effectively, I've got trees blocking my signal. I've got to um, get Foxtel through the satellite. Um, otherwise, I get no uh, digital uh, free-to-air TV. Oh, so you're in so, a free-to-air black spot. Yeah, free-to-air black spot. That's it. Sorry, mate. Cool. So what I need is some sort of an alternative. I'm thinking fetch. What, what do you uh, recommend there?
2: Look, um, so Fetch is going to do 90% of what you want, Uh, but free-to-air still comes via the antenna. However, every single one of the free-to-airs has an app and you can watch. So 9Now, for example, I watch Millionaire and 9 News every night and I just go to my – and we don't have an antenna in the dining room. I just open up the dining room TV with the Fetch um, box. I can open up the 9Now app. And I can load the live, live stream. Now, it's, it's, it's three more clicks than I would normally do to just turn on a TV and, you know, go to channel 90. But it works and it streams and I get free-to-air TV. So, I mean, it's really a way up about, you know, how much you want to cut that cord, my friend, you know. Um, yeah, you know, absolutely. For, for, for purely free-to-air TV, you don't even need a fetch. A lot of smart TVs, even a Google uh, Chromecast will install the free-to-air apps. Um, Fetch though gives you one box, one remote for every app. Plus uh, you can pay for some subscription channels. It's like 20 bucks a month, gets you a bucket load of them. Um, and they're all listed on the website. And as well as that, you've got all the catch up, you've got all the streaming platforms, Netflix, etc. and you can rent and buy movies all with one remote. So for me, it's just an all-in-one box that kind of ticks ticks every box except live sport.
1: Yeah, that's pretty crucial, though, isn't it? So what which, do you recommend there? Get a Google, the,
2: get a Google Chromecast. Chromecast with Google TV, $59 or $99 if you bet the 4K version, which is not relevant because no, sport's not streamed in 4K. Um, so cr- Chromecast with Google TV, plug it into your TV, set it up on your Wi-Fi, KO. And, mate, I watch everything on K.O. I've got a Foxtel box. Full disclosure, they send it to me and it's free, but I don't use it because I only use it for testing when they launch something new on Foxtel IQ5. I've got K.O. on the TV. I don't even bother looking for the remote for Foxtel. I just open up K.O. and stream everything I watch. Um, So, mate, for $59, you could buy Chromecast with Google TV and you've got K.O. and pretty much every other app. Done deal. Yeah,
1: easy, mate. And mate, Fantastic. honestly, Thanks what are you much.
2: paying today for Foxtel?
1: Oh, look, the basic package is still about thirty-five bucks.
2: And so you're, so you're you're only on the basic package, but with sport.
1: Yeah, at the moment I'm still um paying for Ko as well, um. So I'm adding that on top. I'm also adding things like the Disney Plus and all the other stuff for the kids. So, effectively, I'm looking at one option where, as you said, if I can get a bucket load of uh, channels uh, through Fetch for a subscription fee of like 20 bucks and get all of my three to air there, I think that's probably the way to go.
2: Just sit down and write a list, though, of everything you watch and what you're paying for now and what you'll have to pay for in the future and just make sure. Because 35 bucks for Foxtel is not a lot.
1: No, no, absolutely. But um, does that include sport?
2: Does that, is that $35? No. So that's 35 base, and then you add sport, Fox Sports on top of that. So you end, you are paying 60 bucks uh, ish um, Yeah, absolutely. So you're going to you're gonna end up paying, and then you're paying for Disney and all the others on top of that. So you'll end up paying 25 for KO. Um, what channels are being killed that you're you filthy about?
1: Uh, MTV in particular, um, but there are also a few others, the kids' channels, the cartoons. Um, I've got um, a bucket load of kids and they just love the cartoons. So as soon as they've cut the cartoons down to, I think, two free free, um, channels, um, basically they've only got one option because one's aimed at the older kids, one's at the younger kids. So What's a bucket load of
2: kids, by the way?
1: Four, mate, four. That's a a bucket in my eyes.
2: You know what's causing that, mate. But anyway, um, so look, (laughs) I was actually scrolling through the the Fetch channels the other day. Now... On their website, so I'm going to ring them up or do whatever you need to do to triple check. These are all still there and not going anywhere. But certainly MTV and MTV Hits and MTV 80s are still listed on the Fetch website, uh, as is Nick, Nick Jr., uh, BBC Kids, Baby TV, uh, Zumu, yeah. CBBs. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of kids' channels.
1: Absolutely. See, most of those you used to get over with Foxtel Mm. and they were free and they've been scaling them back. So like I said, now I think there's only about two on that basic um, subscription. So for that, that's just not enough for my guys. Yeah. Um, So as you said, if you get that many with uh, that, $20 $20 a month
2: gets you discovery, BBC earth, ESPN, MTV, BBC first, universal TV, discovery turbo, Comedy Central ID, which I love, one so, you know, of those true crime kind of things, uh, you know, mate. Plus all those kids ones, plus a bunch more I haven't mentioned. It's not quite as deep as it used to be because a lot of them have dropped off um, every platform because they've gone to, uh, you know, all their own streaming platforms and things. But mate, I reckon for twenty bucks a month, the the options you get on Fetch are pretty phenomenal.
1: Hmm. No, mate, that sounds like the plan for sure. Moving forward. All right, buddy. Good luck. On- Sick and tired of Fox, mate. Thanks you, so mate. much for your advice. No worries. Appreciate it.
2: Thanks for getting in touch. Cheers, Cheers. mate. Thank um, you. Yeah. Um, cutting the cord. But, you know, like I thought he was getting a really, really, really good deal there, but turns out he's just getting an okay deal. <laughs> Let's not get too excited, okay, folks? efgm. if you've got a question, go to the website, eftm.com, click on Ask Trev. We'll give you a call. We'll uh, try and get you on the show. Kelvin's on the line. G'day, Kelvin. Hi, Trevor. What can I do for you, mates? Uh, I'm just inquiring
7: about um, setting up a VPN for myself to uh, use different websites in different countries that are that are the websites that are locked in other countries sort of thing.
2: Yeah, gotcha. Is there um, any example? Yeah. Where are you going? You sound like you're from New Zealand.
7: I am from New Zealand, but I'm actually over in Perth at the moment.
2: So do you want to access Aussie stuff when you're over there or New Zealand stuff when you're over here or both?
7: Both. I've got subscriptions over here in in Perth that I want to be able to access when I get back over into New Zealand.
2: Fair call. Now, when you're in New Zealand, uh, how easy do you want it to be? Because do you just watch, say, Stan on a laptop or a phone or do you want it to be on your TV that's on your home Wi-Fi network in New Zealand?
7: If I could put it on my TV at home with Stan, that would be ideal.
2: So then you've basically you've got a more difficult but still totally possible um, uh, setup that you need to do. So you need to find firstly you need a Wi-Fi router that supports a VPN, okay? Because what what like when I'm travelling, like I'm going to be in uh, let's say uh, Europe later this month or early next month. And I can just open up Stan on my phone and just watch it because I'm on the Vodafone network. My phone is still registered as being in Australia. Like it's every bit, it's slow. Like data roaming isn't fast, but still pretty bloody good. But I'm roaming essentially from Australia and Stan thinks I'm in Australia. So I can watch Stan and Ko and everything. works beautifully. But if I wanted to, you know, my Airbnb TV watch Stan, no chance. A, because the app wouldn't exist. And B, because the TV go, mate, what are you doing? So what I would need to do is I would need to hotspot my phone to the TV and this would work. So, for example, if you had a Vodafone SIM from Australia, you're in New Zealand, you could hotspot your TV to the phone. That's going to be annoying because, A, you're going to burn through data. B, you need a phone that you're paying for that you're not really using, long story short. So what you want to look for is a router, so a Wi-Fi router, that is compatible with a VPN. So that's the first thing you need because you need a physical device that's going to do that. So that means that every device on your network will be connecting under that VPN. So Netgear have a couple, um, the R6400. If you Google it, you'll find – like this is not an uncommon thing for people on the internet to need to do. So if you Google it, you'll find a couple of options. But once you get a yep. reputable brand, sort it out. And then you'll need a VPN uh, account like NordVPN like, – While I would normally just suggest like Trend Micro as a VPN for your security and stuff like that, in the sense that you're trying to use it, I'd go for a full-on VPN subscription like Nord or ExpressVPN, and they'll give you configuration that you put into your router. And so every time your router goes online, it goes online as if it's in Australia. And then what you need to understand, and this is what I'd research, is how do you switch it back to New Zealand? How do you, do you know what I mean? Because you don't want to, You might not always <laughs> want to be in Australia. So you want to make sure that the back end of that router is really easy to use so you can essentially turn on and off the VPN day by day, hour by hour. But I've never right, done it okay. myself. But that's where okay. I'd be heading if I was you, mate. I'd be heading down the path of a dedicated um, router with VPN compatibility and I'd be heading down the path of um, making sure I've tested, essentially. You can do that while you're here in uh, in Australia before you leave. How do I switch between bloody Australia and New Zealand on that router? I mean, you can take the okay. router. You can probably take the router with you. Like, do you literally live in one place for six months at a time?
7: Yeah, it's about six months at a time. Yeah. And,
2: and do you leave people behind like in the house? Is there other people living there?
7: Yeah, we'll see the subscriptions to stay on in, in my house. In, in, in and then when I go over to New Zealand, um, so they're, they're family ones. So when I go over to New Zealand, I want to be able to access those same ones over there, which is what like mainly stands. Yeah, which totally. Is you can't get well, over there. Well, I guess yeah. what I
2: mean is, like physically, the router, which is just a box, you could take it with you. Like you could just—it could right. be your travel companion. And when you plug into the, the 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 premises in Perth, you plug it into the internet. It's on, and you don't need to configure it. Also, it's the same Wi-Fi network name. It's so easy to use. But if you've got family or or anyone else that lives with you, then taking their Wi-Fi from them might really upset them. So maybe don't do that.
7: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I think it might be.
2: (laughs) All right, mate. Well, uh, good luck, mate. I mean, it's not a, it's not an uncommon thing. It's, it's been done before. There'll be plenty of support online, but my advice is router with VPN support and legit a VPN company like Nord or express VPN. Excellent. Okay. Thank you very
7: much, Trevor. Good luck.
2: Okay. Thanks. No worries. Thanks for getting in touch. Um, Yeah, I've never done it. Um, It's just, not something I've ever needed to do or I had a desire to do. So I'm sure people listening are going, oh, you can do this. Um, There are plenty of people listening I know who use VPNs for this purpose. I'm sure you've got good advice. Happy to hear it. Happy to share it. EFTM, just click Ask Trev.
4: EFTM. This is the
2: EFTM Podcast. EFTM
4: Podcast.
2: Thank you for listening. It's been lovely to have your company. And we'll do it all again next week, a few weeks before things go crazy again and you stop getting episodes because I'm overseas and I have to think about whether or not I can record while I'm overseas and I certainly can't do calls. So, ah, so much to do, so much to think about. Um, I guess we're taking enough bags that I could – ah, we'll think about it. (laughs) I'm not not going to overcommit right now. Um, But, yeah, we do have uh, kind of two to three weeks of travel coming up. And – Yet to decide what we're doing during that time. It is all happening. I have a bit to follow up on there. Um, I've got to get a couple of those calls and send them to people, Amazon and Telstra. I'm going to try and do that straight after I eat some lunch so that we get some resolution on those things. So thank you for listening. Wonderful, happy company. And as always, you know how to get in touch. It's very easy. Um, find me on Facebook, just join the EFTM Man Cave. That'd be appreciated. And uh, I'm still doing threads, by the way. Like I'm still giving it a crack. Trying really hard not to tweet, but the like the other morning I was so excited about the Shane Van Gisbergen NASCAR thing. I felt the only place I'd get genuine traction would be on uh, on Twitter. Look, it got a couple of you know, likes and stuff on on threads, threads but not a lot. Um, it's like it's it's got everything it needs, but um, it's just. I don't know i feel like it's lacking the real timey stuff um anyway i'm still there and i'm gonna keep using it just out of shit elon musk spot talk to you next week <music>